You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408, 312-255-8408. Unfortunately, there is no YouTube. We are doing radio only, like the good old days. So there'll be no YouTube, and um, so bear with us. We have a tremendous program lined up. First of all, in sports, Cubs again lost a heartbreaker last night in extra innings to Atlanta. Two tough games, back-to-back, heartbreaking losses. They are now actually out of the playoffs. They're in a virtual tie with the Florida Marlins, but the Marlins have the tiebreaker. Four games left in the regular season, one against Atlanta, and then finish up in Milwaukee for three. The White Sox, <laughs> folks are going to lose 100. If you had told me that back in April, I never would have believed it. And the Bears, I pray they at least show up Sunday against the New Orleans Saints. That is our sports broadcast on the program this morning. Our program again, 312-255-8408. The 2023 Guanacaste Transformational Listening Conference will take place on October 5th, 6th, and 7th at Old St. Mary's Elementary School and St. Ignatius College Prep. Join us now to talk about the divine art of dialogue across differences and commonalities is Dr. John Iguabuque, who also is the Diversity Director at St. Ignatius Prep. So, John, good morning. Welcome to the program. Welcome, and thank you so much for that grand good morning that you have given me, and, and welcome to the, uh, the listening audience. It's great to be here, Father. Thanks for having us again to discuss Guanacaste, the Transformational Listening Conference. Now, first of all, give us, John, for a moment, your background. Where were you born and raised, and when did you end up in Chicago? Wow, thank you very much. I was born in Nigeria. I grew up in Toledo, Ohio. Uh, came to Toledo when I was around four years old and had the wonderful opportunity to grow up in Toledo. Went to St. Francis de Sales High School, St. Anne Elementary. I had the privilege to go to school at The Ohio State University. The Ohio uh, State Buckeyes are just... <laughs> Knocked off Notre Dame last week in an incredible, great game. It was indeed a great game, Father. (laughs) Yeah, and so from there, I worked in California. I was a business major at Ohio State, as well as education major. It was interesting when you said to me that where you come, you came from the Ohio State. (laughs) That's why I always find it amusing when these football players say the Ohio State. (laughs) That's great. I like that. I actually like that. And then sometimes when I say I'm, I went to Ohio State, people will then correct me and say, 
insert the V. <laughs> the Ohio State, that's right. Now that is funny. It is, and, and I have a daughter who is there right now. She's a nursing major, mm -hmm. and uh, we were looking for shirts for her. And one of the shirts we saw at the school bookstore, it just had this word, the, on it. <laughs> <laughs> now that is terrific. And everybody in that state and other places knows the means the Ohio State. Yes, indeed. Yes, they do. Yeah, so uh, continue with my story. I was in California. I worked for Kimberly Clark uh, for a few years making Kleenex. And then from there came back, received my graduate degree at Ohio State, got the opportunity to go to law school in Indiana at Indianapolis and worked in Mississippi as a college professor for about 22 years. And then about two years ago, I came to St. Ignatius College Prep and have been enjoying this opportunity ever since. And the question is with this 2023 Guanacaste Transformational Listening Conference, what does the word Guanacaste mean? Father, thank you for that question. The word Guanacaste, that is an Aztec word, Aztec word, and it means listening tree. Yeah. Years ago, I had the opportunity to travel to Costa Rica on a research project for my university. And on the, on the final day, the fifth day, as we were uh, traveling back to the airport, our driver pointed out to us a tree. He said, over there is our national tree for, the, for our country, for Costa Rica. He said, it's the Guanacaste tree. Father, I really was not paying much attention. I was making sure I had my ticket, my passport, had everything in order for the flight. And then he said these words. He says, that tree, the Guanacaste, is called, it's called the listening tree. And I asked him to repeat that. I said, what did you say? He said, that tree? I said, yeah. What did you call it? He said, the listening tree. He said, the tree has a great foliage. It's very large. It's a very large tree. And the seed bars, the seed pod of the tree, it looks like the human ear. Hmm. And it's because of that that it was called the listening tree. And there's a lot of history that goes behind it. Families would sit under that tree and have dialogue and conversation. And so it's their national symbol that they wanted to be a country that listens to the people. The Guanacaste tree, the listening tree. Okay, then, now the conference. then you heard that from the cab driver. It stayed with you. And then how did you then have the whole idea of a Guanacaste transformation, transformational listening conference? Where did that idea germinate? Father, and I love the word that you use. How does that word germinate? How did that experience germinate? Father, you're right. It stuck with me. In fact, I remember as we were flying over the country and heading back to the United States, I looked out of the window and I saw those trees again. The country was just populated with these Guanacaste trees. And it made me ask this question. What would 
our world be like if everyone you met were a Guanacaste tree? What would classrooms be like if everyone a child in that classroom met were a Guanacaste tree? What would families be like if everyone we met were a listening tree? And so that's exactly what we're trying to do with the conference, is to germinate, to plant the seeds of Guanacastes. And we're very thankful to, to be doing that. Well, that is fascinating. In fact, uh, someone once said, uh, a teenage boy once said, my father and I had words this morning, but I didn't get to use mine. Oh! <laughs> it's, you know, so, so I think sometimes we are so busy talking, we don't take the time to listen. Or when someone is talking, we're really not listening because we're in our own mind, we're formulating our comment or our question. So maybe say more about the importance of listening. That I, I tell people there's a difference between listening and hearing, a huge, huge difference. I think you hit it right on the head, John, is we need to become better listeners, which means undivided attention to the person we are talking with. Undivided attention to the person we are talking with, indeed. Father, God has divinely designed us to hear and to listen. In fact, of the five senses that God has blessed us with, taste, touch, sight, sound, and then the ability to be able to hear. What is amazing is that of all those five senses, the first fully formed sense was our hearing sense. Hmm. I, I did not know that. A child in the womb at three months, the hearing apparatus is fully formed. In other words, a little baby in the womb for the remaining six months, just just about, that child can hear. And the child hears the bees, is what I call it, the bees. The child hears the breath activity of the mom. The child hears the bread, meaning the food the mother eats. The child hears the bodily organs of the mother. The child gets to hear the beautiful voice of the mother. And then the child hears the other B, which is the beyond, meaning the sounds beyond the walls of the mother's uh, body. In other words, that child is hearing for six months before the child comes out of the womb. So the child is able to hear. In fact, I love the story about when Elizabeth welcomes Mary, who came to visit mm -hmm. Elizabeth, and John the Baptist leaps in Elizabeth's womb when John the Baptist hears the voice of Mary. Why John the Baptist was able to hear, right? Hear. But here's the amazing thing. Once we come out of the, our, the, the, our mother's womb, we then have to make a choice, listening, the ability to center another human being, the ability to put away distractions, to allow this person to receive our undivided attention, the gift of our full presence. That is a choice. Hearing is automatic. It's by divine design. 
listening is by divine choice. It's a choice we make. And that's what makes listening so powerful and so special is because a person chooses to listen to us. Mm -hmm. They put everything away. They put away the cell phone. They stop what they are doing. And they literally pay, pay attention to us. That's what makes it so marvelous and so mystical and so so magnificent. But here's the other challenge. You know, this gift that we give to listen to another human being is one of the greatest gifts rarely given because effective listening is one of the greatest skills rarely taught. Mm-hmm. You see, we're taught to speak. We're taught to read. We're taught to write. But when it comes to centering another human being, when it comes to being able to hear and seek to understand a person with compassion, empathy, and understanding, we're not taught that. So a child can graduate from high school and never, ever get a lesson, get instruction on what it means to listen to L-I-S-T-E-N. Yeah, it's very interesting. You're right. As a child, we are taught to read, to write, arithmetic. We're not taught to listen. And going back to your other great insight about the child in a womb able to hear that also at the other spectrum of life, someone who is dying and now in a coma they will say that to you, to say the son or daughter or spouse, talk to the person in a coma because hearing is the last sense to go. It's the last one. We're going to go to break here, John. We'll talk further on this great topic here. So you're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-840. Give us a call. Join in the conversation with Dr. John Iguabuque. Uh, diversity Director at St. Ignatius College Prep. Stay with us. Again, do not touch that dial. Adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this, and our mentorship programs provide a free opportunity for young adults to spend time with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youth aged 9 through 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers service friends who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports every relationship. 
Mentoring is a fun after-school program that can help young adults build confidence and enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. To learn more, visit catholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7970 in Cook County and 847-782-4224 in Lake County. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. Welcome back to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Father Greg Zachowitz, the rector of the Cathedral in Chicago. Our number, 312-255-8408. 312-255-8408. Give us a call with a question or a comment. And again, because of technical difficulties, we are not on YouTube, but strictly on radio on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. And our guest this first half hour is Dr. John Igobuke the Diversity Director at St. Ignatius College Prep, and coming up on October 5th, 6th, and 7th, the 2023 Guanacaste Listening Conference to take place at Old St. Mary's Elementary School and St. Ignatius College Prep. A a question for you that's a little bit different, John, and that is uh, in the last couple of years when you have really, in your life, maybe more than the last couple of years, focused on the art of listening, and I call it the art of listening and the hard work of listening, how has that transformed and touched and changed your life? That is a beautiful question, Father, and thank you so much for asking that question, too. Beautiful. Uh, Thank you for that. The number one way I think it's changed my life is it's allowed me to become a better human being for others. And what I mean is it's allowed me, it's been like a a domino that tips, to be a better teacher, to be a better lawyer for my clients. It's allowed me to be a better diversity director. It's allowed me to be a better husband for my wife, a better father for my children. And for me to see my children engaged in listening to me and to one another, that has been a great gift. And I think the the ultimate thing, too, is allow me to be a better Christian, a better Catholic, once again, a better individual to humanity. And I like that you talk about in terms of that listening is a gift. We have a caller on the program. Good morning. Who are we talking with? Good morning. This is your cohort in crime, Mark. I'm Mark Teresi, somewhere stuck on Lakeshore Drive, is that correct? Exactly. But I've been listening to the show. Excellent, excellent. And I had two questions. One for Father Greg and, and then one for our guest. Uh, as you look at the listening piece, as a priest, how important is it? And where do you find it, you most using that skill, and then uh, as a faculty, you know, there are traditional modes of teaching, but listening isn't one of the things faculty have been taught either. They've been taught to, you know, present, present, present. So 
on either side. Maybe Father Greg first, and then our guest. How do how do you see those listening skills um, being being used as priest and as teacher? Well, first of all, Mark, thank you for calling. No, you're stuck on Lakeshore Drive, and two excellent questions. I think for me, as a priest for the last 44 years, I think every day when people come to see me with their hurts of life, their struggles, their questions, they're looking for someone who will just listen to them, who will affirm them. It's so obvious in confession when someone's burying their soul and the importance of priests. And I always tell people, priests do not forgive sins. God forgives. We celebrate with you God's love, mercy, and forgiveness. But I think the gift of listening, which John so beautifully has talked about, the art of listening, the gift of listening, is for me, listening is hard work. When you listen to someone, I counsel every day in different ways. You just listen at a staff meeting. You listen to someone with a broken heart. And many times, they're just looking for someone who will just listen and affirm and it's not so much offering advice, it's walking with the person in the circumstances of their daily struggles, the ups and downs of life. It can be sharing the joy of we're engaged to get married. Now think about this. If someone tells you great news, you've just received great news, and they're telling you you can't tell anybody, you're bursting at the seam to tell someone, I'm newly engaged, just got the job promotion, just bought a new car, but you can't tell anybody. And when you are allowed to tell somebody, you are bursting to share, and you want someone to be able to listen and to share in that joy or in grief. You know, a good example, when somebody dies, you go to a wake. You can say, my deepest sympathy, let the person talk, and then listen to them. John, your response as a faculty member. Oh, Father, thank you so much for your response. And uh, to our caller, thank you for offering that question. My response is, is this. What is the, the smartest room in the world? I often tell my, remind my students the smartest room, the smartest classroom in the, in the world, or the smartest person in the room, is the room. The smartest person in the room is the room, is the collective genius in that room, the brilliance in that classroom. And I remind my students that every single one of them are geniuses. They're brilliant. They have intelligence and God-given gifts. That said, I lean on the word educare, the Latin word for to teach, educare, which means to draw forth, to pull out. And so I, as a teacher, rely on my listening skills. I, I ask more questions, more, more uh, questions that try to get the students to give the answer that's already within them. And in so doing, they get to realize that they already had that answer within them. I, as the instructor, I, as the uh, person walking al alongside them along their educational journey, all I did was ask the question I pulled it out. And so that's how I rely on the listening piece as a teacher, as, a, as an instructor, as a faculty member, as a professor. Thank you for that yeah. question. Great, great, great uh, response there, John. Mark, are you still with us? Or is he off yeah, I am. I'm, I'm listening, yeah. It's great. I, I, I wonder how the faculty have not been trained in listening. How, John, how do they respond to your approach? 
Well, I'm very thankful that we we started a society, a listening society at my school, and uh, and the very first people who joined were faculty members because they too realized that this is a skill we are not taught. Listening is a skill we assume is caught, not taught. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so we must be deliberate, we must be intentional with listening instruction, just as we are with all the others. And here's the thing that I remind educators, it is our listening skills. Remember earlier I said that, that hearing was our first developed sense, taste, touch, sight, smell, hearing. Here it is our hearing ability that allows us to then have our speaking ability. It's our speaking ability that then allows us to to be able to engage in reading ability. And then reading ability gives way to writing ability. But it is the listening ability, the hearing ability, that is the spark that gets the education to start. Hence, by enhancing our hearing, our listening sense, it's a domino that tips the scale for improved speaking, improved reading, improved writing. And so I encourage faculty, let's reclaim that original God-given ability that, that was the spark for all our educational modalities, the speaking, the reading, and the writing. Well, I find fascinating the great insight you're providing, John, and that is, uh, you know, think about it. In high school, you have debate class or courses in speech classes you go to college speech 101 it's just uh, we it our society assumes that we are listeners but think about it if you want to learn to play the piano well you practice to play football well you practice to be a great chef you practice we in our society we never talk about the art and practice of listening we're given speech classes speech therapy uh, debate, but the reverse, we just, as you say, we just take for granted, and yet listening is a learned skill. It's a gift. And I know people who are tremendous listeners, and I know people who are horrible listeners. They'll even admit and say, you know what? I'm, not, I'm a lousy listener, but I like to talk. In, in addition to that, we have, as you said, Father, we have speech classes and debate classes and oratorical contests. We have writing clubs to improve writing. We have book clubs to improve reading. But what do we have to enhance listening? That's why we have the Guanacaste Transformational Listening Conference, is to do that, to elevate listening and to provide that forum, the platform, the place where individuals can come and do just that. Build their listening skills, enhance their listening ability, and then cultivate that ability to listen with understanding, compassion, and love to another human being. It's sorely needed today. In the last couple of minutes, John, October 5th, 6th, and 7th at Old St. Mary's Elementary School and St. Ignatius College Prep, give us details and who are welcome to attend Father, thank you. The, the, the conference kicks off at Old St. Mary's where we are providing the opportunity for members of the community who want to come to come. Please contact Old St. Mary's. Uh, around, uh, that conference kicks off around 4 p.m. 
On Friday at St. Ignatius College Prep, uh, we will be having right after school our pre-conference, and that starts at 3.15. If anyone in the community who's interested to come must register. So there's a free registration link um, on our webpage. Please uh, uh, register there. On Saturday, that's the all-day listening conference at St. Ignatius, and that's October the 7th, and that's from 9 a.m. until 4 p.m. Anyone is free to come. We will have faculty, staff, junior high school students, senior high school students. And we are pleased to share, here are the schools who are coming. We have Ascension is coming, Beacon Academy. We have a school coming all the way from California. Branson School in California is coming. Christ the King, Crystal Ray, Lake Forest Academy, Loyola, Maris, Mount Carmel, Old St. Mary's Sacred Heart, Walcott College Prep, Regina Dominican. We are so pleased that this conference is growing and that individual schools and uh, members from the community are supporting it. Now, what would be the website for someone to go to, John, to learn more and to register? Very good. Let me go ahead and give that website out right now. The website is, if you're interested, it's http colon, http colon, forward slash, forward slash, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Guanacaste, G-U-A-N-A-C-A-S-T-E hyphen 20. 23, or just do a Google search, uh, Guanacaste 2023, it'll pop up. And G-U-A-N-A-C-A-S-T-E, and to go to be able to look that up, I want to thank in a very special way the 2023 Guanacaste Transformational Listening Conference to take place at Old St. Mary's and St. Ignatius College Prep, October 5th, 6th, and 7th. And I want to thank in a very special way Dr. John Iguabuke, the Diversity Director at St. Ignatius College Prep. John, you have been a fantastic guest this first half hour. I want to thank you very much. You'll be on again next year to promote this great listening conference. also want to thank uh, Mark Tracy. Mark, are you still with us? He, Mark is now with us. He's maybe getting closer to coming here. So you're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750, 312-255-8408. On Catholic Chicago, Father Greg Sacklis. We are not on YouTube, radio only. Stay with us. We'll be back after these messages. Do not touch that dial.